Welcome to the Business of Psychology podcast, the show that helps you to reach more people, help more people, and build the life you want to live by doing more than therapy. If you've ever decided that you want to do more than therapy in your business, and if you've ever visited a website that talks about online marketing, it is highly, highly likely that Facebook now targets you with lots of ads from Californian online marketing tycoons telling you how to create the perfect funnel. Now, it would be very easy to switch off and ignore that messaging because we don't naturally enjoy the idea of funneling people. I know that I never clicked on anything with that word in it until very recently. However, now I understand it and I've embraced that marketing world a little bit more, I actually think that the a little bit like the ideal client avatar that we looked at a few episodes back, we really need to know about funnels and we need to know how to use them. So essentially, a funnel is just another way of talking about the journey someone takes from knowing nothing at all about you to working with you. And it constitutes steps three through to 14 of the 14 steps to a simple launch guide that you can download uh, from the show notes of this episode and that I talked about in more depth a few episodes back. But in my mind, I break down that journey into four stages. The first stage is making sure that people are aware of you. The second stage is building know, like and trust and showing those people that you are an expert. The third stage is letting those people know what you offer and how it could help them. And the final stage is making sure that people know exactly how to get what you offer if they want it. So the idea is to move people through the four stages of the journey so that they feel confident to buy what you're offering if it lines up with what they need. And in this episode, I'm going to break those down a little bit more to give you an overview of what you're trying to achieve at each stage of this journey or in marketing speak funnel. So stage one, making people aware of you. So it doesn't matter. You might have seven PhDs and be an absolute professional authority in helping people diagnosed with, for example, bipolar to lead rich and full lives. You might be the best at it and your peers might be really, really excited that you're making an online course. But if no one who is struggling with bipolar knows that you're the best at it, then you're still not going to have anybody to sell your online courses to. This is where most of us are at when we start our own journey, as we often don't have much of a public profile and often we actually don't like shouting about our expertise. The number of people I've spoken to who have got like 11 pieces of published research in a particular area, but they have never, ever shared any of that on social media or even on LinkedIn. So activities you can do at this stage to make people more aware of you include things like blog posts, valuable social media posts where you actually share some of your knowledge and expertise, podcast episodes, uh, that's your own, but also guesting on other people's, videos on social media, that's a really great way, Uh, in-person networking events, never underestimate that, they can be done on Zoom or in real life, press coverage, Great search engine optimization, so your name pops up when they um, Google what they're struggling with. Publishing research, 
writing a book or contributing a book chapter to an edited book. And you can amplify all of those activities using paid advertising once you know what works well. And the aim here is always to build your credibility, build your authority, so that when people are struggling in a particular area, your name comes up. Another thing I should add to that, actually, is that this is where your other media opportunities, not just the written press, come into come into play. So it may be that guesting on radio shows or appearing on um, television, on popular television programs could come into building your authority and credibility. Stage two, this is where you're showing people that are now aware of you that you really are an expert. People need loads of reassurance before they're willing to consider investing precious time or money in our products or services. And this is particularly true, and I talk about this a lot, but we really underestimate how true that is when it relates to mental health. People who are suffering, they feel really vulnerable. And why on earth would they want to risk taking a course that could potentially make them feel worse? So this stage is all about proving that you can help. And depending on the group you're talking to, you might also want to emphasise hope for change and showcase stories of resilience and people who have come through difficult times here. Obviously, it's great if those stories come from people that you've worked with, but even if they don't, sometimes people just need to see that they won't always be stuck where they are right now, that other people have come through it, even if it hasn't got anything to do with you. So activities for this stage include getting people onto your email list through downloadable guides. Now, I'll do a whole separate episode with an expert on why email is still really powerful, but the research is there. People feel like we're speaking most directly to them when we're in their inboxes. So getting people onto your email list and doing that through providing really valuable downloads. A great example of this is Russ Harris. Russ Harris gives away so much stuff for free. Um, I have personally benefited from so many of his PDF guides, so many of his free audio content. And doing that shows me that he's an absolute expert. And that is why I've invested an awful lot of money over the years in the training that he provides. Um, So I really can't emphasize this enough. Giving away value is, in my mind, the most powerful marketing strategy that we have. It ticks all the boxes for me because it means that people that can't afford us still benefit from us. Um, But I don't think that it will in any way make it less likely that people will spend money with you. I know that there are some marketers that say things like you need to give people what to do, but not how to do it. I personally don't believe in that at all. I believe in giving away your best stuff for free. And that will make people realize how good you are at what you do and make them want to and feel confident to invest in you when the time is right. That's where I stand on this subject. Um, So for me, this stage is all about giving that value in whatever format it's going to work best for the people you're trying to help, whether that's downloadable guides, a bit like the 14 simple steps download that I made for you guys, um, cheat sheets, or whether it's a free webinar, or just really highly value packed emails into their inbox, or very high value social media content. 
But if it's social media content, I think at this stage, it needs to be in your own group, which you have ownership of, so that you can talk to them individually and get feedback in your community and in your emails. Always, always start conversations in your social media content and in your emails so that you can talk to people and um, get to know them and continue to refine what you're offering all the way through this process. Stage three, letting them know what you offer and how it can help them. So this is where you're giving people clear, tangible information about what you're offering and how it can help them in very specific ways. So you're still inviting feedback on your offer and you're responding to that feedback that really never stops. But this is also a good time to show them social proof that change is possible and that you've helped people to achieve that change in the past. If this is the first time that you're running a particular product or service, then you will still have social proof just from people that have worked with you in different ways. And I urge you to use that. So activities at this stage, again, it's emails and social media posts. But now the emphasis is on explaining exactly what you're doing and the benefits it can bring for people. Um, I can't emphasize enough. It's about the benefits for those people, not about the features. They probably aren't going to particularly care um, whether you're going to give them, you know, six PDF downloads a week or 20 minutes of uh, chat time at this point. What they want to know is how different their life is going to be at the end of it. Now, this is where we can run into ethical issues. And I think these need to be debated. And that's why in Do More Than Therapy membership, I think peer supervision is so valuable because this is something I get feedback from, from peers and supervisors all the time. You know, how can I tell people the benefits of this while making sure that I'm not promising a transformation I can't promise um, will come into reality? And actually, it's not usually that complicated because you're sharing stories of what's happened to other people um, and the transformations that they have seen rather than saying something that would be unethical, like take this course and you won't be depressed anymore. We don't know that. But what we might know is, you know, if you take this course and you really engage with it and you bring it into your life and you make every effort to implement what I teach in it, you will have more um, awareness and strategies for dealing with low mood if it comes into your life again. It sounds a bit woollier and that's why the statements of others, the statements of people you have helped are often a lot more powerful here because they might say things in ways that speak more to your audience that you don't necessarily feel comfortable to say yourself. And because it's their truth, it's their story, it's their testimony, I would say that's okay. Although this is something to debate. It's something to bring to peer supervision and to check with your governing bodies uh, guidelines, of course, as with all advertising. This is also a good time for you to do something like hold an event or a webinar that showcases what you're offering. So if you're offering an online course, for example, a free live event that's related to your online course is a really great idea as it helps people understand what working with you would really be like. 
Um, so anything you can offer at this point that gives people an insight into what working with you would actually look and feel like can be really, really valuable. And it can also help build a little bit of momentum when uh, you're doing a typical launch cycle. Stage four is about making sure they know how to get what you're offering. This often gets really neglected and we don't think about it too much because to us it seems really straightforward. But actually people are really busy and they're often really overwhelmed. So you need to make it really easy for someone to buy what you're offering. And there's plenty of evidence that people really don't read most of their emails. And even if they open it and they read it, they might not be in a position to click buy at that moment. So this stage is really about making sure nothing stands in the way of someone who wants to buy your product or service. So the activities for this stage are all about reminder emails, frequently asked questions, posts and emails, videos, troubleshooting, common problems, and just inviting lots of feedback and lots of discussion with the people who might be interested in in buying your product because it can actually be really difficult for people. So I hope that this has been a helpful definition of the horrible marketing term funnel. Um, There's clearly a lot of discussion and debate to be had here. And I really welcome that in the Do More Than Therapy group on Facebook. And if you're in the membership, um, we're a smaller group and we can debate all of this stuff in peer supervision and in our Slack channel too. Um, So there's a mini blog post in the show notes of this episode. So you can go back through at your own pace because I know I do tend to rattle through a little bit. It's also helpful to use this alongside the launching in 14 simple steps download guide. So I've put a link to that in the show notes as well. As ever, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and do let me know what you think. You can find me in the Do More Than Therapy Facebook group or at Rosie Gilderthorpe on Instagram. Planning on launching something new? Hoping to reach more people and build a business that lets you live your values while avoiding burnout? Then you need to download my cheat sheet, 14 Steps to a Simple Launch. It's a foolproof process to make sure you develop your project with the people you want to help and then get it in front of as many of them as possible. It's totally free and you can find it at psychologist.drosie.co.uk. I'll put the link in the show notes.